I work as a teacher, and I'm in constant conflict with the system of the school and the pattern of society. Must I give up all work? What is the right way to earn a living? Is there a way of living that does not perpetuate conflict? I work as a teacher and am in constant conflict with the system of the school and the patterns of, the, of society. Must I give up all work? What is the right, what is the right way of earning the living? Is there a way of living that does not perpetuate conflict? Rather complex question, and we'll go into it step by step, if we may. What is a teacher? Not only in a school, college and university, the master, the pupil, the professor, and so on. What is a teacher? Either a teacher gives information about history, physics, biology, and so on. He's learning not only with the pupil, with the student, but also learning about himself. This is a whole process of learning, teaching, and understanding the whole movement of life. So we are asking, what is a teacher? Is there, apart from technological subjects like physics, chemistry, architecture, and so on, apart from that, what is a teacher? You understand my question? Is there such a person as a psychological teacher? If I am a teacher, not of biology or physics, but psychologically inform you, then will you understand the teacher or will you, will my pointing out help you to understand yourself? You follow my question? So we must be very careful and clear what we mean by a teacher. Is there a psychological teacher at all? factual teachers, like a professor of chemistry, science, neurology, and so on. Is there a teacher who will help you to understand yourself? Do you understand my question? When the questioner says, I'm a teacher, I have to struggle not only with the established system of schools and education, but also, uh, my own life is a constant battle with myself. And must I give up all this? And then what shall I do if I give up all that? So he's asking not only what is a right teacher, but also he wants to find out what is a right living. Yeah? What do you think is right living? As society exists now, there is no right living, right? You have to earn a livelihood. You have to earn money, you have a family, you have children, you become responsible for them, and so you accept. If you, are, if you have been through university and so on, you become an engineer, professor, electromagnetic uh, teacher, and so on, so on, so on. Society exists now. Can we have a right living? You understand my question? Or to search out the right living becomes merely a, a, a utopia. 
and wish for something more. I'm asking myself, and you are asking yourself, I hope, what is right living? What is one to do in a society which is corrupt, has such contradictions in, in itself, in which there is so much injustice? All that, that is the society in which we live. And I am not only a teacher in a school or in a college and university, and I'm asking myself, what shall I do? You understand, ma'am? Are you asking this too, or are you just waiting for me, for the speaker to tell you? What is one to do in a society so deteriorating, degenerating, conflict, wars, violence and terror? What is one to do? What is the right livelihood? Or would you ask the question, is it possible to live in this society not only having a right livelihood, but also to live without conflict? That's what the question also asks. Is that possible? To earn a livelihood righteously and also end all conflict within oneself. Of these two separate things, earning a living right, rightly and not having conflict in oneself or with society. Of these two separate watertight compartments, are we moving together? They go together. If I know how to or aware or live a life without any conflict, which requires a great deal of understanding of oneself and therefore enormous sense of intelligence, not the clever intelligence of the intellect, but the <coughs> capacity to observe, to see objectively what is happening, both outwardly and inwardly, and knowing there is no difference between the outer and the inner. You are following all this? It's like a tide that goes out and comes in. The society in which we have, which we have created, and can I live in this society without any conflict in myself, and at the same time have a right livelihood? You understand? Now, on which shall I lay emphasis? To the conflict? Right livelihood? Right living? Find out how to live a life without a single what would you do when this question is put to you and you have to answer it? You're following this? What will you do? Which comes first, the bread or the other? You understand what I Please don't look so. Join me. We are together exploring this problem, not I alone. You are also exploring it. So we must both. Join together, not let me talk and you listen, agree or disagree, saying it's not practical, it is not this, it's not that, because it's your problem. We're asking each other, is there a way of living which will naturally bring about a right livelihood and at the same time live a constant life without a single shadow of conflict? Is that possible? Is it possible 
for one to have a life without a single movement of struggle. Do you understand that? People have said you cannot live that way except in a monastery or become a religious monk, because then society looks after you. Right? You are following all this? Society looks after you, because you have renounced the world and all the misery of the world, and you are committed to the service of God in quotes. Right? Since you have given your life over to something or an idea or a person or an image or a symbol, because you are so deeply committed to that, you may ask society to look after you, which is what happens in a monastery. Right? Are you following all this? May we go on? Nobody believes anymore in monasteries. Thank God. Nobody says, I will surrender myself to something. Right? If you do surrender yourself, it will be surrendering yourself to the image you have created about another or the image which you have projected. You understand all this? What shall we do? Can I, can you live a life without a single shadow of conflict? I say it is possible only when you have understood the significance of living. That is, living is action, living is relationship. Right? Relationship and action. That is life. Therefore, one has to ask what is right action under all circumstances? You follow all this? Please join me. What is right action? Is there such thing? Is there a is there a right action which is absolute, not relative? So one has to go into the question of what is action. You're all interested in this. What is action? What do you mean by action? Which is living. Right? Talking, acquiring knowledge, a relationship, however intimate with another, and so on, so on. Life is action, movement. And life is also relationship with another. However shallow, however deep, however superficial. So we have to find both whether there is a right action and a right relationship. Right? If you want to answer this question. Deeply. What is our present relationship with another? Not romantic, imaginative, flowery, and all that superficial thing that disappears in a few minutes. But actually, what is our relationship with another? What is your relationship with a particular person? Perhaps intimate. The more sex, it involves a dependence on each other, comforting each other, encouraging each other, possessing each other, and therefore jealousy, antagonism, all the rest of it. And the man or the woman goes off to the office or some kind of physical work, and there he's ambitious, greedy, competitive, aggressive, to succeed, and comes back home 
then becomes a tame, friendly, perhaps affectionate, husband, wife, and so on. Right? That is the actual daily of our nobody can deny that. And we are asking, is that right relationship? We say no, certainly not. But we absolutely say that is right relationship. So we say that, but continue in our own way. We say it's wrong, it's absurd to live that way, but we don't seem to be able to understand what is relationship, but accept the pattern set by society, by us, by ourselves. Right? So we're going to find out for ourselves what is right relationship. Is there such a thing? We may want it, we may wish it, may long for it. Longing, wishing doesn't bring it about. So what one has to do is to go into it, seriously find out. Relationship is generally sensory, sensuous, begin with that. From sensuality there is a companionship, a sense of dependence on each other, which means creating a family which, are, which is dependent on each other. And when there is uncertainty in that dependence, the pot boils over. So we are saying, to find out what is right relationship, one has to inquire into the great dependence on each other. Why do we depend on each other? It depends on the postman, the railway, and so on. We're not talking about it. Psychologically, in our relationship with each other, why we are so dependent? Is it that we are desperately lonely? Is it that we don't trust anybody, even one's own husband, wife? You follow? We hope to trust somebody, maybe my wife my husband. But even that is rather suspicious. Also, dependence gives a sense of security, a protection against this vast world of terror. And also, we say, I love you. In that love, there is always the sense of being possessed and to possess. You follow me? And when there is that situation, then arises all the conflict. That is our present relationship with each other, intimate or otherwise. Create an image about each other and cling to that image. Then, are we on the right track? And so one realizes the moment you are tied to a person, tied to an idea, tied to a concept, Corruption has begun, is the thing to realize. And we don't want to realize. You understand this? If I am tied to you, an audience, friends and so on, I'm then dependent on you to give me encouragement, to fulfill myself talking to you, thereby encouraging vanity, all that follows, which is Corruption. Can I, can we live together without being tied, without being 
dependent on each other, psychologically. So unless you find this out, you will always live in conflict, because life is relationship. Right? So can we objectively, without any motive, observe the consequences of attachment and let it go immediately. Attachment is not the opposite of detachment. You understand? Please, give your mind to the, let your brain work. I'm attached and I struggle to be detached and therefore I create the opposite. But there is no opposite. There is only what I have, which is attachment. I don't know if you follow me. The moment I have created the opposite, conflict comes into being. But there is only the fact of attachment, not detachment, pursue detachment, only the fact that I am attached and I see the whole consequences of that attachment, in which actually there is no love. And can, can that attachment end, not pursue detachment? You have understood this? So please follow this further. The mind has been trained, educated to create the opposite. The brain has been conditioned, educated, trained to observe what is and to create its opposite. I am violent, but I must not be violent, and therefore there is conflict. Right? Do you see this? But when I observe only violence, the nature of it, how it arises and so on, so observe, not analyze, observe, then there is only that and not the other, right? You totally eliminate conflict of the opposite. We are talking about living a life without conflict. We are pointing out it is, it can be done and should be done, must, if one wants to live it. Only Deal with what is. Everything is wrong. You understand this? I'm angry. Don't say I should not be. Remain, understand the nature of anger, of the nature of greed, and so on, so on. You eliminate totally the, the quarrel, the struggle between the opposites. When one lives that way, and it's possible to live that way, so completely remain with what is, not try to suppress it, go beyond it, escape from it, then what is with us away. You experiment with it. You understand what I'm saying? No. Look, sir, my son is dead. My son is dead. I am attached to that son. I put all my hope in that son. I want to fulfill through the sun. Unfortunately, some accident takes place, he is gone. And I shed tears, loneliness, despair, the shock of it. Then I run away from it, right? I go to a church, read, escapes, by the five. Remain completely with the fact that he's gone. And I'm 
only because I have depended on him. I have never understood this sense of isolation. I have escaped from it all my life. When I remain with what is, then I can go into it fully, completely, and go beyond it. You understand? Please, sir, do it. As we said the other day, we are, this is a serious talk, serious gathering, but for casual visitors, casual curiosity, casual criticism. But one must criticize, one must doubt, not what the speaker is saying, but begin to doubt all that you two are clinging to, and then doubt what the speaker is doing, begin to doubt what the speaker says. What he is saying is pointing out to yourself. When there is the freedom in relationship, which doesn't mean to do what you like, that's obviously what everybody is doing. If I don't like the present woman, I change, go off with another woman. And the agony of divorce and all that business. Whereas if I really understood the nature of relationship, which can only exist when there is no attachment, when there is no image above each other, then there is real communion with each other. And also, what is right action? Follow this, what he says. What is, life is relationship and action. You can't escape from these two. What is right action? Which must be right under all circumstances, whether in the Western culture or the Eastern culture, in the communist world, there is more difficult because you don't speak, you don't act, you act according to the edicts of the dictator and his group, so there is no sense of freedom. So we are asking, what is right action? To find that out, we must inquire into what is our action now, right? What is our action based on? Either on an ideal, Right? on a principle, or on certain values, or I do what I want to do. Please inquire into all this. Either it's a projected ideals, concepts, experiences, or values, or do what you please. The moment you want to do something, do it, which is the latest cry of the psychologist. Don't have inhibition. Do what you want. That's what is actually going on in the world. And is that right action? What does action mean? The doing. Right? The doing now. That is action. Is that action based on your past experience? If it is, you are acting according to your past memory of an experience. So the past is dictating your action in the present. Right? I want to follow all this. Are you interested in all this? Dikma, I mean, tell me, are you interested in all this? Do you really want to find out what's right action? You may temporarily, but it demands tremendous inquiry into all this, not accept some authoritarian assertions. So we are saying, 
Our actions are based on memories, the past experience, or a projected concept, either according to Marx or to the church, some idealistic romantic business brought over from India, which means you are always acting according to the past or the enticing future. This is a fact. And is that action? We have accepted that as action. That's our norm. That's our pattern. Our brain is conditioned, our mind and so on, our heart, according to that. We are questioning that. We are doubting that. We are saying that's not action. Action can only be when there is complete freedom from the past and the future. And when you use the word right, it means precise, accurate. Action which is not based on motive, action which is not directed, committed. Understanding of all this, what is right action, right action, right relationship, the understanding of it brings about intelligence. You understand? Not the intelligence of the intellect, but that profound intelligence which is not yours or mine. And that intelligence will dictate what you will do to earn a livelihood. Zavikon, you have understood? Without that intelligence, your livelihood will be dictated by circumstances. When there is that intelligence, maybe a gardener, a cook, a something, it doesn't matter. See, now our minds are trained to accept status, position. And when one denies, when one has understood all that, in the very understanding of all that is intelligence, which will help, which will show what is a right livelihood. Right? Now we all heard this for an hour and, no, for 45 minutes, one question. Will you do something about it? Or carry on with your usual way. That's why it demands a great deal of inquiry, denying every form of experience in that inquiry. So there is a way of living in which there is no conflict. And because there is no conflict, there is intelligence which will show the way of right living. 